What's up, everybody? This is Chesco, the speech prof, and this is Bad Advice Wednesdays. But before we get into today's show, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the big changes that are coming your way for this particular podcast. Those of you that already subscribe have probably noticed that aside from my interview with Santa, there's been a pretty big gap since my last show. I wanted to talk about why that is and what we're doing going forward. So I pulled at random uh, active listeners of the show and asked them, you know, what do you want to see more of? And then I also pulled... Uh, uh, random followers of mine from social media that listen to podcasts but have chosen not to subscribe to my show and ask them as well like, why what would you like to see to make you listen to this and there was one answer that was just overwhelming across the board and it was that they follow me because they like my good advice and while the bad advice was fun and, and silly way to end each show, they 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 wanted to hear my takes on other people's bad advice, right? They follow me because they appreciate my perspective on different things. And so that's what we're going to do going forward. It's going to be myself and some of your favorite guests that have already been on the show, like Reagan from the F the Nice Guy podcast, Kaylee Cresta, Amelia Sampson, etc. And we're going to be having fun responding to some of the worst people on social media. In addition to that, there will be uh, interviews thrown in on occasion with awesome people that are doing great things in the real world that I just want to bring to my audience uh, as once again, another example of people that are countering all this toxicity of the world. So to try it out, I asked out a fan favorite guest, Reagan from the F the Nice Guy podcast, if she would like to uh, talk about some of the worst people on the internet with me. So if you like today's show, expect a lot more of this going forward. You want more advice? Dole it out gladly. You want bad advice? Man, I'll give it out gladly. I got some good advice for you. No, you don't. Today, we've decided we're going to react to, um, how would you define these these clips we're doing? Horrible men on the internet? <laughs> yeah, basically the uh, podcasts that are not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasts that make me scream. To a lot of guys that look like me. <laughs> I was just, I was so worried getting these videos that like my algorithm was going to get jacked up and I was just oh, yeah. going to start getting like red pill. Yeah. I was like, please don't think. This is for educational purposes. <laughs> my, you know what's funny? My YouTube is full of these because I, I, got, oh. I started, I was looking for them and yes. originally, and I didn't think about it because my YouTube was brand new and I was looking for clips and now that's, I just can't, go, I don't go in there anymore because that's all it shows me. Like my TikTok is just beautiful, yes. just, or it's just wonderful, like feminist, activist, uh, anti-racism, leftist. It's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. And, uh, and then I go to YouTube and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> How to dominate women. You're like, oh God, Jesus. <laughs> Here's what women really mean when they say <laughs> no. Oh, and I've said this before, like with nice guys, I, I mean, any, any toxic man, but like mm -hmm. nice guys in particular, because it takes a second for you to like uncover their shittiness, but it's like, just, that's why I'm like, let them talk. Like if they say mm -hmm. something that's kind of off, just give them a second yeah. to spin their wheels because you will get them to start telling you how they really feel. And that is what these podcasts mm -hmm. are. It is toxic men shut up in a room. Like, yeah. let's talk for two hours and see see what <laughs> comes out. There was um there was I can't remember who made the video, but someone made a video basically saying how do you find out if a guy 
actually likes women. Like if they're if they're a guy that like hates women, yeah. which really is what comes out in all of these videos. Yes. Or if there's someone that actually likes women. And I, I think a lot of the um the the answers are kind of stereotypical. Like, well, do they do they love their mom? And I was like, well, there's a lot of horrible guys that love their mom. Yeah. Or do they man uh, babies? But it, it really is just like listen to them. Yeah. Like let them they, talk. Because if you let them talk enough, yeah. you know, they'll they'll be honest about it. Yeah. It's like it's prodding questions. Like I've talked about this mm -hmm. before, but it's like if you hear something that you feel like, okay, well, that mm -hmm. could go two ways. That feels that doesn't sound quite right. You just right. like just be like, what did you mean by that? Or like, why is that mm -hmm. joke funny to you? Mm -hmm. And that's how it'll come out. Because right. if you leave it just like on that was iffy, I'll flag that. Right. It'll take so much longer versus in the moment just being like, what did you mean by that? And like, oh, the women are dumb. You're like, okay, thanks. Got <laughs> Gotta go. Or even like, how do they talk about, and obviously this wouldn't come up on like a first date, but how do they talk about their exes? Yeah. Right? Is, oh, is, my God. Every She's single crazy. One, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Wow. You really just have had the worst luck. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like, I remember I had a guy friend for a while that like I didn't realize – was the worst mm. but like it's because i only saw his side of the story it wasn't until i like made friends with his girlfriend and then we were friends after they broke up that i was like mm -hmm. oh there's another side to this tale <laughs> you know i just believe people when they like i it was like i assumed hearing a story that it was biased right. duh but i never right. thought like oh this is a highly manipulated story and it's being used to manipulate me currently and mm -hmm. so he would say these stories. And I remember one time me on the phone, be like, dude, honestly, like, where are you finding these people? I was like, every person you date, when you tell me stories, they are unhinged through his telling. I don't think they mm -hmm. are unhinged. I think through his telling, <laughs> right? Right, right. Like, the way he would describe these women would be like something that I'd be like, they are not well. <laughs> they, mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. their intervention, something. And it was like, I just look back at that. I'm like, oh my god! Like, mm -hmm. duh. That was before I'd really unpacked, right? Yeah, but it, <laughs> well, it's also like it, you know, we, everyone elaborates on a story, sure, sure. You know, especially the further you get from it, the more outrageous it gets. But what are they choosing to elaborate on? Yes, right? yes. What What is the thing that they're they're really choosing to expand on and focus on and yes. make bigger than life? And yes. is it something that they clearly? like subconsciously chose to make bigger because yes. it got a good reaction from their guy friends. Yeah, that's right? a good point. Yep. Or or even like if they're the victim of the story every time. Mm. And like sometimes because a lot of nice guys will like frame things like I don't I don't want to talk bad about her like you mm. know, I still care about her but and it's mm -hmm. like take off the preamble of the things yeah. that they say like if someone doesn't want to talk bad about their ex, then they could just not talk bad about just their not, ex. Yeah. <laughs> they could just not do that. And it's right. like, if you take away some of the ways, like they'll sneak stuff in the front of a story to make themselves mm -hmm. look like, gosh, I like, I really, it's like, I really hate drama, but let me just like mm -hmm. totally start shit right now. Mm -hmm. It's that same vibe. And like, yeah. just recognizing like, okay, Look at the context of what this person is saying. Don't look at the framing for a second. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. what's the frequency that they talk about women this way? Right. If it's every woman is crazy, then it's probably none of them are. Mm -hmm. And he is the problem. You're the only one I've ever been able to be friends with, though, because <laughs> you're not like you're not like the other girls. Bing, right? If you hear you're not like <laughs> other girls, run immediately. 
Don't yeah. I don't care. Don't need to know yeah. anything else. Get out. Yeah. Get on your shoes. Yeah. Run. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. Do you yeah. want to start with one or do you want me to start with one? You can start. Like, we want to go with one of yours. So I a lot of them because like listeners, mm-hmm. we cannot use copyrighted music right. on the podcast. It'll get ripped down, right? So um <laughs> So many of these clips. Yeah, it's the- some of the best ones were were just have that weird music, and they they do that on purpose. Right? Do 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 yeah. do do do. It's just like stop it, stop it. It's like stop. Like it's not mm. that serious, bro. They'll yeah. be saying the most idiotic shit. Yeah. They're like, girls, girls are girls are dumb. Girls are below me. But you throw like burn, and you're like. Oh God! This is there this was is the theatrical. There's one I responded to on TikTok that had that exact music. And he's like, <laughs> and, or or it's that that do 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 do. Like it's like this, like as if they're breaking the laws of physics. Um, oh yes, and, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, there's uh. one guy who was like, and, you know, women, they actually they won't just they won't just be with you just because you're you. You have to actually have something to offer. And it was a what? You can't just every woman on earth won't fall at your feet just because you claim to be Exist? the best oh. person on the inside. And but he, and here's the here's the worst part is though they like and you know I'm not gonna I can't speak for every single person but like when you actually are a good person you do have a lot of people that are will, that would like totally quote unquote settle for you yeah sure just because they're so tired of being treated horrible Hor- all the other horrible guys yeah. like yeah. oh my god I guarantee you if these dudes could walk around with speakers and just blast mm. like <laughs> under like score their lives they would because everything yeah. they say is so profound. Uh, it's always too loud right it's always like blasting oh my god like, yeah. what do you say okay so let me pick one i'm gonna okay. do a dramatic reading <laughs> um so a lot of times they are absolutely ranting so like uh-huh. i'll read you this one and okay. uh, the, it's not correct like the grammar's <laughs> off uh it's run-on sentences so you're mm-hmm. just gonna have to <laughs> Try to understand what I'm saying right now. Okay. All right. All right. Focus. When I hear a woman say, <laughs> "Stop." <laughs> when I hear a woman say, "Make a man wait 90 days before you have sex," if I said, "Say then you wait 90 days before you go on a date," and like, mind you, in the background of this, there's a guy whistling, being like, "Oh, facts, mm. bruh." Mm. Like that, okay? Preach, exactly. You need to wait 90 days before he spends a single dollar on you. You need to go ahead and talk to him every day or however often for 90 days before he decides to invest in you as you are going to be invested in him. For a man to vet you, it is standard for him to spend money. For me to get your time, I have to spend money somewhere in most cases. I got to take you to a place that you deem is valuable for you to sit at, which is going to cost me money. I'm not saying your box is in exchange for money. What I'm saying is for me to actually get your time, I have to spend money. But yet I can spend money and your time and never get anything out of it is not fair to a man. I'll just let you know what I put in caps. Um, okay. I capsed for a man to vet you. Right. 
Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's standard to spend money. Okay, okay. I'm not saying your box. So Mm -hmm. that's how we're going to talk about women. Yes, that's, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. That's, love that for us. Is in exchange for money. And then if I, I can spend money and get your time and never get anything out of it. Because the only thing of value to get out of it <laughs> is 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 what he just talked about because there couldn't be anything else and that and that's the weirdest thing about those because that that's such a common theme right like when you're in like the valuation <sighs> process of the early like, of, of like i don't know i've because i dated a lot before i met my wife and sure. never once never once did i end up like on a date where i was like all right who are i gotta how much money am i gonna spend how much value? What is this going to get me out of? It was just like, oh, I like this person. Exactly. Let's go spend some time with you. Because there was also there were videos that were talking about how the like, oh, don't take a uh, uh, on your first date. Don't go to this place. Don't go to these um, uh-huh. like a high value person will will not take someone to like Cheesecake Factory or something like that. Um, and I was like. <laughs> It was very specific restaurants and, and things, and I was like, the the whole point of a first date was always hey, let's let's find out if we click, right? Let's find out if we like each other, right? Uh, it's, yeah, there's like I like you, and I want to spend time with you, and I want to do something nice for you, and like I have spent so much money on men that I dated. Like it is not oh, like, <laughs> I don't know where they're thinking like right. the guys right. all want to spend money, but it's like if you spend 90 days with a woman that you supposedly like and you're just not having sex with her and you think i got nothing out of this like sir sir um i don't think you like women i don't think i don't think you like like, 90 days is a long time yeah (laughs) like i I, by the time i was by the time i was 90 days into dating my wife i had already started saving for an engagement ring (laughs) I was locked was, in at that point. Yeah, I mean, it really was. It's like you kind of like it's. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's a weird way to approach relationships. Well, and it's just like the idea that, like, he was equating like going on a date with sex. Like, well, then you don't get to have a date for ninety days. I'm like, how do you get to know her? Like, dates are to get to know someone. Like, what are you even right. talking about? Like. The fact that he can say those are the same thing is like, well, hopefully a date would lead to like getting to know each other and chemistry and like that could then lead to intimacy. But like he's putting them exactly on the same plane. Like I'm not going to do anything for you if you won't do anything for me, which is like having sex is not the same as you taking her to the Cheesecake Factory once. Like, bro. Because they're, always, they're framed as if they are relationship coaches are giving dating <laughs> advice but it's not it's it's how do i what can you do to convince someone to sleep with you yes right that, that's yes. all it is because because they have like these especially younger guys listen because yes. I, I was i heard this stuff and and like young guys especially are victims of these older guys right because they're hearing this stuff and they're like oh they're fr-, and it because it's framed as here's how to get her to love you here's how to get her to like you here's how to mm-hmm. be, be how to get someone to date you because they're framing it using those words and you're a young guy and you're like oh i want to i want to have a girlfriend i want to meet someone they hear that and think oh this is how i get someone to like me when in reality it's this is all about like how do i you know uh create this this illusion of myself for a short as long as it takes to get her in bed and then once she sees the real me i 
everyone it's over right yeah i because i i had somebody um talk about i can't remember who was talking about but it was like how men would rather listen to a man with no experience giving dating advice mm-hmm. than the women who they are supposedly trying to get right. And I had this realization, it's like, they don't want to get to know her. They don't want to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. The only way they want to get with her is to trick her mm-hmm. or to do the least. Mm-hmm. But it's never like, like in this, he's like not talking about getting to know her or her personality right. or see if they have chemistry. It is 100% like, I mm. want to sleep with you. And unless I know for sure I'm going to sleep with you, I'm not investing anything, which is a transaction that is mm-hmm. not. We like he's like I'm not mm-hmm. saying I don't want to pay money for your box. I'm like number one, you called it a box, red right. flag. We're done. <laughs> you're already done, and uh, that's actually a hundred percent what you're saying. It's a hundred percent what you're saying. You're saying I don't want to invest unless I know I'm getting this, mm-hmm. which is and shockingly. This is you always hear the exact same guys always talking about how women are constantly cheating. <laughs> It's like, no, they're cheating on you. <laughs> yes, they don't like you. How, they don't like you. This is how you're approaching the world. And, and not to say good people don't get cheated on, right? That sure, obviously that, that happens regardless of gender, regardless yes. of who you are. That, that cheating does occur, right? But if it's happening every single time or the only way that you can stop someone from, from cheating on you is by creating this elaborate set of rules where you have to like control someone else's life in order to avoid them from possibly wandering. It's do you not, they don't see that that that's the problem. They they completely just walk past why that's happening so often. On that note, I've got one, then you could do one, but here's, here's advice. This is from a man dating coach to a woman, to women in general, because that's exactly what we want. Of course, you know what? Of course. We've seen your content. <laughs> we need you. We need you telling us what to do. Um, okay. To the women, I want you to listen to me very carefully. If you meet a man that has never checked you about the way you talk, how you wear your hair, what you wear in public, how you carry yourself out in public when you're out, then that man doesn't have the wisdom to lead you. Ladies, you have to be taught discipline and self-respect to always better yourself as you live and continue to grow. And then his co-host goes, I had a nightmare girlfriend at one point who would wear her jeans so low that her ass crack would show. The other guy chimes in, oh, I've been through that. (laughs) The other guy continues. And I'm like, can you not do that? Like, why are you, why? she's like, why are you ashamed of me? No, you're going to attract a certain amount of attention, which will be negative. Then I'll be caught in the situation. Now I have to fight some dude because of the way you're dressed, because you're not dressed in a respectful manner. Why, also, why are <laughs> you, I don't like, you dressed that way and it really attracted me and made me like into you. But now that I'm with you, I uh, want you to change everything about you. I can't. When he was Ugh. like, I met this nightmare woman. <laughs> nightmare. I mean, I was, she was gorgeous. I was clearly drawn in to something about her. But, but that plumber's crack, uh-uh, mm-mm, nightmare mm-mm. fuel. How did I miss that? <laughs> that just, just the fact that he's like, and now I have to fight some dude. It's like, whoa, why are you fighting someone? What, no. oh what are you talking? It's like, 
the fact that any guy in this day and age thinks he would have the right to dictate what right. a woman wears, how her hair looks, right. like you're not teaching her self-respect. Right. She's respecting herself, then she wouldn't be listening to some godforsaken TikTok male dating coach who's telling her, you know what, you don't respect yourself if your hair's down. Like, yeah. like, dude. So, yeah. you know, that just to respect oneself is to have good boundaries and to not let yourself be disrespected, which is mm-hmm. how I would feel if, well, if this man talked to me at all. But if this mm-hmm. man were trying to tell me how I need to look <laughs> and wear out yeah. in public, it's just like, and discipline, like I've had to learn right. discipline to not freak out on you, <laughs> to yeah. not take you to ta- like just tear you apart in public when I hear dumb things from toxic. Because well, they they really what they want they're they're trying to convince women that it, this is love. Yes, control is love. Yes, like, 100%. you being you submitting and being my like my little play toy. That means I love you when yes. when I do this to you. It's it's like such like stereotypical, you know, textbook gaslighting abuse, of, yeah. of, tr- of of abuse and trying to, yes. to teach them these things. And it's it's just why and and there's an audience for it. There are, there are people that are. It's, it's mostly men. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost I the entirety. You. All, all the all, likes are men. men. <laughs> right. It's all men and Pearl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm just picturing a room of people. It's yeah. like literally 900 men, and in the back, girls <laughs> just like preach. Yes, women shouldn't yes. have rights. She literally one time said women women should not have the right to vote, and I was like, Pearl, you're we're going too far. You're going, yeah. That's oh man. How is uh, it not parody? Right? It, how is it? How is it? Yeah. There are so there are times I'm like, God, I just wish you would just like rip off your red wig and you're like actually like a lesbian who's like gotcha this was satire you know this is a long game right (laughs) i'd be so how many many times do you watch these videos and you're like you're genuinely not sure if if it is all the time i have to go to the profiles i always go to profiles and even then you're like but is it is is it but is is this like really yeah Oh, uh, but I honestly, Chesco, that's a really excellent point about like the way that he's using phrasing to hide mm-hmm. what he's really trying to do, mm-hmm. which is to control, manipulate. And like, I, I remember I dated a guy, I've talked about him on the podcast, obviously. Um, but when I was young and he, he was like 28, I was in my early 20s and he would say stuff like in the, in under the veil of like, oh, I'm so much older. You, oh, you're just kind of mm-hmm. immature. Let me help you. I'm, I'm helping you grow. I'm helping you mature. And it's this idea of like, yeah, I'm saying mean things and yeah, I'm being really controlling and yeah, I'm being negative, but it's mm-hmm. to help you. It's because mm-hmm. I have the wisdom to lead. It's like, mm-hmm. who said you were leading, bro? Like, who, yeah. I don't want well, you This out is front. also why you see like guys my age going after 18, 19 year olds. A thousand percent. And the only reason they're not going after even younger than that is because they don't want to go to jail. Yeah. Right. It's, it's all about point. how, how, yeah, yes. how low, how, how legally, and it's legally. Not, this is not, and to be a hundred, and you know this, this is not knocking 18 and 19 year olds, but when you're, you are less life experience, right? That's just life at that point. It, it, you're, it's easier to be manipulated at that point. Abby Rosemary and Abby talked about like, there is literally nothing wrong with being 16, 17, 18, 19. You have mm-hmm. done nothing wrong. Like developmentally, you are right where you need to be. But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that someone can't 
take advantage of your lack of experience. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're great. You're perfect. You haven't probably had as many toxic experiences as someone in their thirties, like who is wised up to like the ways of manipulative men. There's nothing inherently wrong with being your age, but there is something inherently wrong with someone attracted to someone not having life experience to someone who can be manipulated to someone who has not formed that sense of self like if someone's mm-hmm. attracted to that that is not good uh but right. yeah i agree i think it's I, this i would bet this guy goes for younger girls it's like it's in that vein of like i want to mold you shape you change you mm-hmm. and when you love someone you don't go into it like mm, let me see <laughs> I, you're fine but i'm gonna <laughs> frankenstein you to be my right. perfect little barbie <laughs> like no mm-mm. well and as well they're not even speaking to other men their age too they are speaking to 16 to 20 year old men like their their main audience are these young guys who I know. have no idea that right. what they're being peddled is complete garbage uh, right and like the guys i i will put money mm-hmm. i have seen these dudes like they make videos they don't try to hide themselves we're like there is no way these dudes do well with women there is no mm-hmm. way they're like I have a rotation of 50 million girls. I get it every 10 minutes, a new girl's in my house. And it's like, this guy literally, it just makes videos in his mom's basement. Like, there's no mm-hmm. girls involved. There's no, there's no experience. Mm-hmm. He's just a liar. <laughs> He's lying about his experience. Right. But if you're young enough, like, you're like, oh, okay. I mean, those are the mm-hmm. guys, they have the courses out where people spend right. thousands of dollars, you know, on, on somebody with zero experience. It's just, it's insane how little qualifications. When you explain to them the the logic of uh, the all the only people listening to this and agreeing with it are other men. Yep. They don't. They still don't get. It, or they'll see like your channel or my channel where somebody's like, "Well, you only have women listening to you." Yeah, that's <laughs> what. Why do you think they're agreeing with the stuff that we're saying? Right. Do you like women? Like, it, it, if you, do you want it, it? Like, I don't. That's the disconnect for me. That's always never made sense to me. Like, if I was a young guy, single yeah. guy, yeah. and I'm trying to figure out how do I find someone to love me, right? Right. Am I going to listen to someone who has thousands of women in their in the comment section saying, "Yeah, this is what I want. This is what I agree with. This is what I like." Or am I going to listen to somebody that has a bunch of men in the in their yeah, in their bro. Thinking, yeah. Yeah, women are the worst. Blah, blah, blah. Like, we hate them. <laughs> where's the disconnect there? Because I'm telling you, because they the only way they want to get women is to trick them. They they have to have the right. upper hand. Mm-hmm. If they're if they are genuine, if they are sensitive, like they do not want to have to do any work. They do not want to have to be vulnerable in any way. Like mm-hmm. the stuff that they like, if they already have misogyny going on, is like. I want to get women, but I want it to be like a chase. I want to win over them. I want them to be duped in some way. Like most mm-hmm. of the time they are flat out saying how to trick women. It's not like, right. it's not like tips. It's like right. you say these five things every single time you lie about mm-hmm. your income. In, in essence, you are tricking the woman. You're making her look foolish at the end of it. And you're getting mm-hmm. the sex token out of it. But it's right. never like, it's never actually like how to form a bond, how to form a yeah. connection. It's literally, how do I manipulate this person? In yes. and, and they don't understand. Like, well, you know, if she, if someone doesn't like you, why would you want to be with them? Like, it's such a, a, a base. That should be step one. Does this person have interest in me yes. whatsoever? Do we connect? If the answer is no, 
Yeah. Then if, if the answer is no, then why why would I want to spend time with them? Like go keep on going. Keep on moving. Yeah, it's like you you can yeah. find people you like. You can find people right. you are you have and shared who like interests you. with. Right. Yeah, like like, oh, she put me in the friend zone. Like the, all those millions of videos about like being in the, it's like, well, if she, if she doesn't want to be with you, what then just be, be her like. <laughs> The friend zone to me is yeah. it's so funny because first of all, I, I don't think it exists, but it's like no, it they're so insecure. <laughs> As someone who has had many dudes feel they were friend zoned, right? Right. Um, I guess ultimately they all were technically friends because <laughs> right. I was never technically. <laughs> but that's being gay. Um, yeah. But <laughs> it's totally off topic. But like, it's this <laughs> idea of like I the the guy cannot accept that he's been rejected. So mm-hmm. normally, if someone doesn't like me, then I would be like, well, not now, but back in the day, right. I would be like, oh, they don't like me, and then I'd right. say, oh, okay, we don't have chemistry, whatever, that's fine. But it's like mm-hmm. they literally can't accept that this woman does not like them. And mm-hmm. so they have to make up an imaginary prison that they have mm-hmm. been placed in. It's not like, oh, she wasn't interested mm-hmm. in me. It's like, no, she put me in the invisible friend zone where all the good guys live. And like, it's like this bizarre yeah. like delusion that toxic men have all agreed upon. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. there is this imaginary place where a woman will place a guy who she actually does have chemistry with and actually would right. love to be with. It's like she just didn't like you. That's it. That's all. Right. And that's that's what it comes down to. That's that's. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's life. Hey, right. <laughs> Welcome. Right. And also, and and even like I remember I, I had a conversation with somebody about this. Or like, what if you do develop feelings for somebody that can have? Like my wife and I sure. were friends before. Right. We developed the feelings of for each things. other. Had, but the the difference is we entered into that friendship with friendship as the goal. Yeah. Right. That, yeah, that was, yeah. she had a boyfriend at the time. I was still dating. I was, I was, and there was no, I, I was not trying to admit, I was not waiting for my chance. I was not like yeah. waiting for my, I just, I, I liked her. We were, yeah. we were buddies, you know, we were in class together. We, we had the same sense of humor. We were yeah. friends. Yes. Right. And that's, she didn't put me into the friend zone. I wanted to be her friend because I liked hanging out with her. I was right? friends and there was with no, her. Right. I was uh, actually friends with her in the same way. And it's the, the whole, the logic falls apart where, um, where they said, well, you can't be friends with somebody that you could possibly be. In. Then that means that anyone that is bisexual, pansexual can never have any friends at all because there's a possibility. No solitude for you. <laughs> it's so like, there's no logic to, to that. Like it is, it is absolutely possible to to enter into a friendship with someone and even if you can find friends good looking i have i have male and female friends oh, that, yeah. that i'm like they're attractive people i'm My not friends personally are gorgeous. <laughs> yeah it doesn't mean i want to be be with them that i can yeah. i can admit that i can see that uh, i'm not blind but but it's not like i'm not actively attempting to get with them the entire time it, it, it's it's just wild to me and it's so lonely <laughs> why so lonely in the friend zone but like, like cutting out, can you imagine just cutting out no. half the world well, from that, ever? But you have to understand, like, you have to see the perspective they're coming from because you are coming from the perspective of mm. being a man who likes women, who enjoy, like, doesn't see femininity as a negative, doesn't see mm. feminine qualities, doesn't see feminine interests. Because they are so deeply misogynistic, these guys hate everything that is related mm-hmm. to women or is perceived as feminine, right? So mm-hmm. like they already, anything feminine, they're like, 
get out of here. So the only reason they want to interact is for the box. Get that box. Oh, God. I hate everything I said. No, no. Erase, erase. But truly, it's like from their frame of mind, it's like, Mm -hmm. why why would you spend time with a woman unless you wanted to sleep with her? Like, that's how deeply, like, how deep their misogyny and their hate, like, Mm -hmm. I used to, I remember when people be like, a lot of those men hate women. I was like, okay, they don't hate them. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, now I was like, uh, no, they they, they hate they, they hate them. Yeah. They hate everything. Yeah. Like it's just like with Taylor Swift. That's a great example. It's like mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh my god, these Swifties are crazy, and then they'll paint right. their bodies in like yeah. multicolor paint, <laughs> go see a game of men they yeah. don't know, and say that they're on the team. They're like, my team, mm-hmm. it did this, and it's like, how is that yeah. any different? You are screaming bloody murder mm-hmm. with body paint on with all your guy friends, right? Spending thousands of dollars, like. It's the same thing. Yeah. And and so, somebody told me, I, I commented on, uh, do you know Professor Neil? Yes. Yeah. I so he, he made a video of comparing, making the, like almost almost the exact same comparison. Like the, oh, nice. the guys making fun of Swifties yeah. or like, well, yes. you go to, and I, was, and I said, I was like, look, I, re- I, I agree with everything you're saying, but I refuse to stop making fun of men doing like uh, professional sporting events, doing acting. And, yeah. and somebody came at me in the comments. They're like, well, just, you don't know what it's like to be a sports fan. And I was like, I Oh, I want to. Sh- I don't know if you can see it. Like, I have Warriors. I am a I huge sports fan. Yeah. I am. I am embarrassingly huge fan. Yeah. Uh, I've played fantasy sport. I love it. Right. I yeah. love it. I absolutely get it. the The difference is, I'm not mocking other people right, that are exactly. also passionate about yes. things. Like, I see people crying about Taylor Swift concerts, and I'm not mad at that. I'm jealous of that. That seems so awesome. The joy. I never. I have never loved any anything that much yeah. where i've like cried over like just seeing them like that seems yeah. awesome that yes. seems so cool and yes. I'm, and a part of it might even just be like the whole internalized patriarchal structures of me like you're not allowed to feel those things yes right? even at 41 years old still kind of realizing oh it's okay to feel emotions yes right? it's okay yes. to be excited about things and the one situation where men are comfortable showing those emotions right is where in a socially acceptable Yes. way is when their team wins the super bowl yes right uh, it's like fee like feminine joy is like so gross right. but like right men do it all the time <laughs> it's, just, it's just joy it's just yeah. joy but when yeah. it's a it's a woman experiencing joy yes. it's like no 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 and you're it's not dumb yeah that's dumb so where are the dumb. ones <laughs> Now let's also, go it, to the game it also ruins it ruins like everything like the whole thing about about uh not being able to have friendships with women and stuff. It ruins yeah. everything. Like, especially when you get older, like, Oh, yeah. can I go on a little rant for a second? Sure. So Love my, it. my, uh, my wife just got invited to like this mom's night out and it seems, and I get, I respect why it's a mom's night out. Yes. Right. Because I, I understand it's, they want it to be, it's, it's a woman's only space that, that they, they want to have this place. That's a brick yes. right? from, from all this stuff. I a hundred percent get it, but they're going to wear onesies and go to a bar and play tabletop games? That sounds so fun. I want to go. You have no, and I, but I've met the other dads. I've met at these different yeah. parties. I meet, they're so boring. <laughs> no, I can't be like, hey, hey guys, you want to wear, do you want to get like pajama onesies and go play Jenga at this bar? 
that would be so much fun, but I can't do that. And I can't go because inherently from our entire life, we've been taught that that the only reason I'm going to want to go is so I can, you know, try to score some points and hook up and, and that I must have ulterior motives. I just want to wear a onesie and play Jenga. Okay. First of all, you'd be egg, you'd be exiled so hard. I know. You're like, hey guys, you want to put on some onesies? No, it'll be over. It'll be over. But that's, I mean, at the end of the day, like, patriarchy hurts everybody. Like, yeah. that sucks. It sucks mm -hmm. that you can't do that. It sucks that men don't feel as comfortable doing those things. It sucks that there's, like, one category. I feel like sports mm -hmm. is the main category where... That's the only, that's the only thing I can be, be like, like, hey, do you want to... Yeah. Like, be a little silly. Be a little fun. And, like, I, my, my two best friends in the world are guys. Like, yeah. I, it's not like I don't know how to hang out with men. No, uh, I it's mean, just, yeah. It's just, there's, there's, I have to find my guys, right? <laughs> find one. Yeah. And my two best friends, they live far away now because we moved. But they would absolutely put on put onesies on with me. And for a night out away from our, away from the wives, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. And we're all, we're all three of us are heterosexual yeah. men, cisgender men. Yeah. Uh, and, and they, but they're, I found people that are comfortable enough just having fun. Yeah. Right. There's no, cause I feel like it's always this, this, this weight of, and it's once again, goes back to what you just said, the patriarchy harms everybody, yeah. right? This, this weight of, oh, I have to be careful what I say. Cause they're, I'm going to be judged. My masculinity is going to be in question yeah. with these other, my, my heterosexuality is going to be in question yeah. if I don't say the right things, if I don't do the right things. It's like, if you see like clothes as gendered, if you see activities mm -hmm. as gendered, if you see fun as gendered like different mm -hmm. types of fun activities. It is so limiting. And if you're constantly worried about how it looks, mm -hmm. yeah, I, ugh, I just, and like, that's the thing. These guys live like that. Like they're constantly right. checking each other right. over their masculinity and their masculinity is constantly, you know, fragile Like in the sense of like, it could be taken from them. Like, especially mm -hmm. if you're with like a group of toxic men, when you see this in the way that they speak to each other online, it's like they're always trying to one up each other and it's like there's mm -hmm. no point that they're relaxed like mm -hmm. even even when they're like joking around and it's like a toxic right. bro like with me dummy right it's like <laughs> you know they're not able to really relax with mm -hmm. each other there's constant um competition any type of like nagging amongst men or like ripping on each other is always mm -hmm. a dominance play like mm -hmm. there's always a factor of like, I'm trying to dominate you. I'm trying to be on top. I'm the funniest. Mm -hmm. I'm the strongest. I'm the smartest. And so mm -hmm. it's like, it's sad that they can't relate to each other mm -hmm. in a non-competitive way. Right. Um, but yeah, I, ugh, ugh, I would not do well. Yeah. I would not do well. <laughs> with, and I have a lot, I have tons of guy friends. Like I still right, hang out with right. guys. I still, it's like, but mm -hmm. Our conversations aren't gendered or limited. There, there really are. Like, I, I really do feel like most men would, when they actually get a chance to be friends with a woman, they're like, oh, this is great. Like we can, add, there it's, it's, it's a very, and that's why most of my friends my entire life have been like most of my close friends throughout, throughout since literally since like high school have been women. Yeah. Because it's just it's so much less uh let's the 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 pressure, the toxicity. I can actually yeah. just talk about what I want to talk about. There's so much less judgment going on there. And, and there's also like intimacy and uh like oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. leeway to be vulnerable, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think like again, that's why so many men like struggle not being partnered because they right. don't know how to relate or like mm -hmm. process their own feelings or even like 
how to find, and I don't mean not not like relationship intimacy, but just like intimacy. No, yeah, of course, yeah, emotional intimacy, right, with their friends because they don't mm -hmm. experience that, and so just like women, what whatever you want to say, if it's a societal thing, emotional intimacy isn't looked down upon usually in women friendships, right, but um, or any non cis <laughs> men friendships, right, but yeah, it's it's um there's a deep level of emotions and uh, a closeness amongst my friendships with women that like, mm -hmm. I can't imagine not having friendships like that. Mm -hmm. You give me one. All right. Uh, you know, this is when I'll scroll through it and read it. Cause there is a, there's captioning on it. So this is a interview with Andrew Tate. Oh our God. Favorite, our favorite no. person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but this is Piers Morgan, our other favorite person. Just our favorite people. They're just you know, just two normal guys. Just two dudes. <laughs> just two guys. And so he says to him, he's like, uh, you cried. And Andrew Tate says, uh, there were tears that ran down my face, but I did not cry. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Pierce Morgan says, I mean, that's crying. And Andrew Tate says, I would disagree. <laughs> And Pierce Morgan says, because you're worried about admitting that you think it's, uh, and then he gets cut off. He's like, that's a perfectly, that's a perfectly acceptable scenario to cry in. But I think the act of crying is an act of desperation to sit and to cry is an act in and of itself to do push-ups, thinking of your children uh, with tears running down your face, but you're concerned with finishing as many push-ups as possible that day. I do not consider that crying. I consider that tears running down my face. No! This man, predator, horrible dude. Yeah. Literally, that's not crying. What's the definition of crying? Oh, uh, when tears come out of your eyeballs? No, that's tears running down my face. Two different things. <laughs> I'm concerned with my push. -ups. It was sweat. It was sweat from my eyes. Oh, like how, how, and it, we talk about fragility. Oh, too, like to to just like he's so afraid. And we they, they, I thought it was a perfect transition. What we were just talking about oh, of God. admitting that there was vulnerability that that you that you felt feelings that it might that is and so the, to get into an argument over well I don't consider that crying. <laughs> Like not to see right. how dumb yeah. that is. Like yeah. crying is something crying. that whip, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's not parody, right? That's that goes back to the what we were talking about where it's how is this not parody? We would think it was <laughs> if it wasn't. How is that not parody? Right? That crying is something that women and weak men do. I do push-ups. I do push-ups and my eyes water, okay? When I'm thinking about my children, but it's strong. Those are those are I call that strength water. <laughs> my tears can rep. 30 pounds each. <laughs> if you were to taste these tears, it would burn your tongue. They're spicy like hot sauce. And muscle milk. And muscle. That's what's filled with in my body. Oh, my God. It, uh, I'm not capable of producing. If you were to take the chemical composition of my tears and yours, they wouldn't be in the wouldn't same. Wouldn't even compare. They wouldn't even compare. My tears would destroy your tears. <laughs> it's crazy that people worship this man. Admit it's it's so it's beyond reality. Like if this was a TV show, people would be like, "Well, let's let's dial it back a little bit." No one's gonna believe this. The is fact that Piers Morgan is the voice of reason. He's like, "Yeah, crying." That's yeah. that's yeah. And <laughs> uh, Andrew <laughs> Tate. Do you 
Are you are you are you are you, are you messing with me? <laughs> Is this Santa right now? Yeah, I'm so confused. Peak fragility to me is a dude who can't express his emotions because, like, violence mm -hmm. is always there. Mm -hmm. Because they have no ability to release emotions in a safe, healthy way. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if you don't want to be fragile, like, mm -hmm. you you can't even say you cry, bro. Everybody cries. Mm -hmm. Everybody mm -hmm. on Earth can cry for something. Unless they don't have tear ducts or <laughs> for some reason. Right, right. But the fact that you can't even label crying crying... Mm-hmm. That is peak fragility, peak insecurity. The mm -hmm. little lemon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just well, I like I I did I went through there was a big part of my my young adulthood where I didn't cry at all. Like no, there was no reason. I literally probably went over a decade without shedding tears, right? Because it and it was this internalized idea that why well, I'm not a crier. Oh, I'm not this. Shit. And this is even a stuff like I was literally getting a degree in feminist rhetoric, a master's degree in that. And yeah. I'm still like, well, I just I don't get this. Don't cry. I want to maybe I'm weird. I don't know what it is without even realize unpacking the fact that I was so insecure in who I was. Yeah. Right. I was so afraid of judgment because every every and there's there's more trauma that goes into that. But sure. everything I did was a calculated move, yeah. a calculated risk of being viewed in the way that I needed to be viewed. Once I got older, and I became much more secure in who I am and, yeah. and that I have I have people who love me and my family. I cry all the time. Like not 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 enough that I'm like just walking around my house sobbing. But if I see something sad or like when my yeah. kids are like when my kids have a dance recital, I am sobbing. Like I can't imagine not crying in that moment. Like I, if I just sat there like Hold it in. You can't let anybody see that you love your children that much. Do push-ups! Do push-ups! Oh, this is tears running down my face. <laughs> oh yeah, it's but it's, it's so limiting. The more limiting. secure I've become of myself, the more yes. I've allowed myself to be quote unquote weak. Right? It, it's in in their eyes. But it is strength because it's like you're not crying because you're worried about what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Because you are afraid that mm -hmm. it takes away masculinity, or you look from I don't whatever this man. I don't know what this man thinks. His brain is a right. terrifying place, <laughs> but. That is weakness. Like the stronger mm -hmm. you become in yourself, the less you care about how you look to others, the less you think your value can be taken from you, the stronger you become. And like, if you are so fragile, you cannot say the word cry when you are in fact crying. Yeah. Scientifically, by definition, like <laughs> right. just, just like factually. It's wild. That is what crying is. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yeah. I, I just, wow. It's... There's no world that exists where that should not be a parody. Like you could put that on like word for word as a comedy. Yes. Skit if you put it on SNL. Making fun, yeah. Yes. To make fun of, yes. of, of guys in the manosphere kind of thing. And, and people be like, oh, that's so funny. They are like that. No, they're not like that. This is a transcript from this. And that was the new version of what this podcast is going to be about going forward this wasn't the end of uh reagan and i talking we talked for about 45 more minutes and that's going to be on our next episode if you enjoyed today's show please like please subscribe share it with your friends leave a review you can even support us financially on patreon i do want to apologize for subjecting you <laughs> to the words of these guys we were responding to but hopefully we made it a bit more palatable and you'll uh you'll come back again to hear some more Terrible advice. Okay, dope rhyme slinger, good advice giver. Listen for a second, let me try and paint a picture. Raises coming up, and you want your check bigger. Moving quiet just won't get you seen. Your boss a clicker, uh.